This episode is brought to you by Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic, a two-in-one probiotic and prebiotic formulated with 24 clinically and scientifically studied strains to support healthy regularity and your gut, immune, and skin health. Optimize your gut health. Visit seed.com slash Spotify with code Spotify for 30% off your first month of Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, you're listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized. I am your host, Janet M. Taylor, and I want to say hello if you are a regular listener, and welcome if you're listening for the very first time. And hello to all of you who will be listening via iTunes and Stitcher Radio and TuneIn and Park Coalition Radio, Overcast.fm, Google Play, and of course, my Blog Talk Radio community, and those who may be joining me in the chat room. I do hope you are having a great start to your week. And our sponsor, Audible.com, has more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products. And you can get an audiobook of your choice by going to www.audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. And a little bit later, I'm going to be sharing with you my audiobook selection for this week. Well, as we continue our focus on breast cancer awareness month, tonight I have with me Dr. Monique Gary, and she's a colleagist, so I'm excited to and looking forward to interviewing her. And, of course, in the next half hour, I'm going to be having some tips and tales tip time, be sharing with you about my webinar, Jumpstart 2017 Organized, and, of course, my product suggestion, app suggestion, as well as my repurpose suggestion of a week. But before I introduce Dr. Gary, I just wanted you to know, and this is according to history, medicalnews.net, breast cancer has been known to mankind since ancient times. It has been mentioned in almost every period of recorded history. Because of this visible symptoms, especially in later stages, the lumps that progress to tumors have been recorded by physicians early times. So I just wanted to share that little bit of history with you. Now, I guess Dr. Monique Gary is a fellowship-trained breast surgical oncologist at Grandview Health in Sellersville, Pennsylvania, specializing in minimally invasive breast surgery. She is the medical director of the NAPDC accredited breast oncology program, she also serves as a director of the Cancer Genetic Risk and Prevention Program. She's a member of the clinical faculty for both PCOM and the University of New England College of Osteopathic Medicine. She's a native Philadelphian. Dr. Gary completed undergraduate studies at Florida AMN University 
and began as a researcher and community outreach liaison with the Fox Chase Cancer Center, where she helped establish the free mobile mammogram, mammography, and breast screening program and was a two-time recipient of the AACR Minority Scholarship Award in Cancer Research. Dr. Gary obtained a master's degree in molecular biology in 2005, followed by a doctorate in osteopathic medicine in 2009, completion of her general surgery training at the University of Massachusetts Berkshire Medical Center. She completes fellowship training in breast surgical oncology at Georgetown University. In addition to her specialty surgical practice of benign malignant breast disease, Dr. Gary is an editor for BAOG Surgery and the Medical Science Educator and is the author of several peer-reviewed publications in cancer progression, surgical outcomes, and disparity research. So without further ado, because I could read on about her bio, she's a very impressive bio. I'm going to bring on Dr. Gary. Hi, good evening. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much, Dr. Gary. So my first question, of course, after reading your very impressive bio, what made you decide to get into and practice medicine? You know, I have to admit that people aren't aren't kidding when they say that medicine is more of a calling uh, than a decision. And so, in all honesty, medicine probably chose me. Uh, I came from a family of nurses. My mother was a nurse. My grandmother was a nurse. And uh, my mother died when she was 29 of ovarian cancer, and she left behind two girls. I have uh, one sister who's three years apart from me. And, and you'd think that that would be the motivation, but we went from, from that environment to another one where my grandmother battled diabetes and chronic illness, and she later developed breast cancer twice, uh, probably 10 years apart. And, and growing up in a house where serious illness was an ever-present reality, you know, you learn certain skills. You learn how to comfort people, how to measure things, how to help. You learn what sickness looks like and how to recognize it early and how to do what you can to help make it better. Uh, and and I, I remember growing up feeling helpless more times than I could count, but feeling equally determined to use my hands to do something that was going to be helpful. And, and so when I was young, I would take apart pretty much anything, you know, all sorts of gadgets. And back then we had Walkmans and, and yo-yos and all kinds of uh, electronics. And I, I would take them apart and try to make them better. And, and now that I'm a surgeon, I like to think I'm still doing the same thing. Mm, that's, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. Because one of the things, that, and, and I read in your um, bio, you specialize in minimally, in minimally evasive breast surgery, which I'm sure a lot of women um, are looking for as an alternative now. Mhm, mhm, and and it's something very interesting. Years ago, you know, when my grandmother had breast surgery, she had large incisions across her breast, and and the doctors that took care of her were very concerned with removing the cancer, but not so concerned with how things looked and her quality of life afterwards. You know, it was an afterthought. And what we know now about breast cancer is that it's detected so early, we can take out smaller amounts of breast. We can hide the scars. I do uh, breast surgery. One of the techniques I specialize in, and I'm a center of excellence for it in the state of Pennsylvania, is in something called nipple spare mastectomies and hidden scar surgery. Uh, And in this technique, 
I make small scars under the breast and I remove all the breast tissue and I leave behind the skin and the nipple and we do immediate reconstruction. And, you know, the, the best compliment I ever got from a patient was four years after her mastectomy, she went to see another doctor, a primary doctor, and he's flipping through the chart and he says, well, you know, I, I don't see any, any mammogram here. You know, you, you're due for your mammogram. And she said, well, what do you mean? He said, well, I'm going back four years and I don't see anything. And she said, no, I've had bilateral mastectomy. And he had to look twice because you could not see the scars and she retained her nipples and her sensation. And so it's wonderful to be able to uh, to offer that to women in this area. And even if you can't, you know, for women who mastectomy is not an option, I hide scars under the arm so there's no scars on the breast. I hide them around the areola. And, and we really take away the stigma that's attached to breast cancer surgery because it's more about surviving and thriving now as it is to just dealing with that diagnosis and overcoming the fear associated with it. Mm. And I guess, Dr. Garrett, it gets me to, that leads me to my next question regarding, you know, being more proactive as a patient mm-hmm. and, and, and really mm-hmm. it's like almost being organized in order to prepare for whatever treatment um, you're going to mm-hmm. go on. So how can women or even sometimes men help in that process of being a little bit more proactive and more organized? Oh, absolutely. You know, it's it's an interesting thing to to uh to consider. But the best advice I think that I would I would give to to women and also to men because male breast cancer is on the rise. The first thing is that we have to be empowered. You can't be afraid because fear equals sickness, it equals late diagnosis. Um, it partially explains some of the increase in the morbidity and the mortality that people of color experience in their breast cancer journey. When you look at, you know, age and stage matched patient for patient, people of color are still being diagnosed later. We are still having uh, increased complications. We're still having increased recurrence. Our disease is more aggressive. And some of that has to do with the tumor biology, but some of that has to do with us being able to, to be more proactive. And so, um, you know, there's enhanced imaging that we can get now. There are advances in technology that I encourage all people, especially people of color, to really take advantage of. Um, so, you know, one of those things would be 3D mammograms. 3D mammography is maybe one of the greatest advances in our time, uh, and it uses a technology called tomosynthesis, which digitally takes serial slices throughout the breast. So that what used to be a, a two-dimensional image, a top-to-bottom and a side-to-side picture of the breast, is now a living image covering the entire breast in three dimensions. It's like watching a movie. And in addition to better clarity, it allows us to determine the, the depth at which there's a change that's occurring. And so we can see, is it an artifact of breast density or is there something really there? Because if it's really there, it'll be like an olive in a loaf. It'll be in more than one slice. And and so it decreases the artifact of breast density. And, and I, I tell patients an easy way to think of it is like this. Uh, the same way that flat screen LCD and high definition technology got rid of static associated with console TV is the same way that 3D mammograms helps us to see through the breast density and to really see tumors earlier. And so we have early detection on our side. And I encourage every patient to 3D mammograms when they go to get their annual screening. Mm-hmm. And I actually wrote it down. And, it's, and as you were talking, it was interesting because last week's guest, as I shared, um, is a breast cancer survivor, mm-hmm. and she decided to go before 40 mm-hmm. to really start having tests because of just things that were going on with her friends and her family. And she said the first doctor said, oh, no, you're you're younger than 40, so you don't have it. 
but she was persistent. So, yep, yeah, we have to be our own advocate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's like being, Absolutely. you know, being very persistent. You know, being persistent, getting a second opinion sometimes. Mm-hmm. Just, just mm-hmm. you know, um, seeking out the experts, um, which is always good. I mean, I'm very thankful for Google because you can always Google <laughs> and see which doctors. You know, and, and I tell people when you when you want to do it's like you like the procedures you do. People can mm-hmm. Google and they can find you specifically because they want those type of procedures instead of just, you know, settling for a possible scar as well. Um, you know, oh, man, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, no. You go ahead, Dr. Gary. Oh, well, may, may I say that, you know, while Google, Google is an amazing tool and a resource for us, and I Google quite a few things myself, but I think we've got to be careful about what we believe off of the Internet, because if you believe mm-hmm. some of the things that you'll Google, for example, uh, you'll believe that, you know, what Gwyneth Paltrow says, that bras cause breast cancer and that deodorant okay. causes breast cancer. There's a lot of myths and misconceptions on the Internet, and so I think it's important for us as we do our own research, because it's nothing there's nothing wrong with being a savvy patient and a savvy consumer, and we have to. We have to be our own advocates, our own best defense. But with that, we also need to use some wisdom, and we have to take that information that we find online, and we need to ask our health professionals about it because some things are misinformation. And so, you know, I always tell patients it's, it's fine to do your research on your own, but, you know, bring it to me and let's discuss it because there are things maybe that I can add some, some context to that will help help understand, you know, exactly what you're reading. And that is so true. And and that's what I did when I, you know, I had to have surgery last year. I saw all the different options that were available, and I printed mm-hmm. them out, and then I had a conversation with the surgeon saying, can I do this? Mm-hmm. No, you can't, you know, because of, you know, the size of things, et cetera. There was only Absolutely. a limited amount of But at least I felt as a patient, and, 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 of course, because it was my body, I had at least done my part. But then I've got, mm-hmm. like you said, the wisdom and knowledge, you know, because of what you're doing every day. It's like, okay, all right, you're the expert, but I just felt more empowered. So that that, mm-hmm. that was good. So Another good example um, would be chemotherapy, for example. Breast chemotherapy mm-hmm. is not like it used to be. And patients will watch TV, they'll watch movies, they'll read things online about different patients' experiences, and they will immediately write off the effects of chemotherapy. And they'll say, nope, I don't want that treatment because it makes people sick. It does this, it does that. And, and you know, when they come in to see me, I'm able to offer some light on the benefits of chemotherapy for select patients and, you know, to, to shed some light on who it's not appropriate for. Uh, every patient no longer needs chemotherapy or no longer needs radiation to their breast. And so we can decide, you know, it's very personalized medicine now. This is a beautiful time to be alive and to, to be practicing medicine and, you know, even to have a breast cancer diagnosis if you have to have one because the the medical treatments now are so tailored to each unique individual that, you know, rarely are any two people's breast cancer diagnosis and treatment the same. And that is true. And and I've had friends who have been diagnosed and what they've done is they've actually kind of prepared their body. They they, they really began to eat better, do a little bit more exercise mm-hmm. so that their body and, 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 and everything would be um, more uh, stronger to handle whatever. Absolutely. And they said they were I, able to and they and they said they were able to really go through chemo a lot better 
than a lot of other people because they had really taken care of their body before they had to go mm-hmm. through it. So you're right. You're right. You just have to. Absolutely. But the key is really open communication with your health care professional. Open. And you can't be afraid to go to the doctor because you won't have that communication. You'll wait too late. You know, that's the number one advice I can give anybody who's listening is that you cannot let fear rule your decisions about your health because if you let fear rule your decisions, things will be progressed, they'll be late. The the things we don't do now, we end up paying for later on. And so it's really important to 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 be as proactive as we can about our health, to to prevent illness rather than to have to deal with the consequences of illness. And that is so true. And that is so true. Like you said, if you wait, it could be worse. But it's about Mm -hmm. being proactive. It's about getting the information. It's about sitting down, scheduling time, having a conversation. And then also on the, the back end, it's really about not being a rush, taking time for you and your body to go through whatever necessary healing it needs to go through and not try to mm-hmm. rush and do things that you possibly should not be doing when you should rest mm-hmm. be really just resting. Because I really learned Absolutely. what I used to hear people, you know, talk about fatigue. But then I was like, oh, so this is what it really is. So, and just mm-hmm. understanding mm-hmm. it's like, okay, body, you want to rest and I'm going to rest. The effects of stress on the body cannot be de-emphasized. You know, when we think about the 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 stress of um, of poverty, the stress of our jobs, the stress of our family situations, you know, that stress takes a toll on our bodies and it manifests as illness. Whether it's we're not sleeping, whether we're not eating well, uh, whether it's destructive habits that you know we have like alcohol and smoking, you know. Breast cancer prevention, I tell patients, it doesn't just happen once a year. It's great to honor it October, but it's a choice that we make all year long through the foods that we eat, through our activity level, through our alcohol and tobacco consumption. And we have power. You know, we have more power than we think, but we tend to feel overwhelmed. You know, we think, oh, I'm going to do it all at once and change everything, or we can't do anything. And so, you know, I tell patients, create theme months. And, and build upon little mm-hmm. successes that, that ultimately change the elements in your life that, you know, that are less healthy in a gradual manner. So that's, that's my advice to people is don't try to do it all at once. You know, every month have a theme and, and, and try to change something and then build upon those successes. Mm-hmm. You hear that, listeners? That's a good idea. Every month have a theme. And it's interesting you say that, Dr. Gary, because one of the things I'm doing is I want to drink more water. So mm-hmm. so do I. <laughs> I made sure, yeah, so I made sure I put some by my, my nightstand so then when I wake up in the morning, I will have some water right there and I can drink it. Um, and then also I try to drink it periodically throughout the day, maybe put a little lemon in it. Um, mm-hmm. But that's one of my, so that's my that's my theme as we move into um, November. So I call it my theme for November. It. It's really, I yeah, I like, I like it. I like it. But I like the theme because you make it manageable because, you know, mm-hmm. we go into whether it's a new year or a new season of our lives and it's like, okay, so I got to eat healthy and I got to exercise. I got to do this and I got to, but I like that because that's increment because then it's like 30 days of doing something regularly, mm-hmm. and, and then you've got it in a habit and discipline, so now you move on to the next thing. So theme month, everybody. So I would love to and, hear and what your theme month is. 
well, this, this month is breast cancer, <laughs> but isn't that the crux yeah, this of, of what clutter, you know, what, what clutter is about when you think about why, why clutter is so detrimental. Um, it's because we, we take a little thing, you know, like, like clothes or shoes or uh, dishes or whatever the little things are, you know, maybe it's an office that's, or, that's disorganized and all of a sudden it becomes a big thing because we can, we don't deal with it incrementally and, and, you know, we went from our, our little issue to, to a larger issue and, and that's what's, what's not healthy for us. So um, I, I think I'm going to use your, your theme also for, for November. My theme is going to be drinking water also. And I'm going to use your idea of putting a glass by the nightstand and uh, making sure mm-hmm. that I get my water intake because it's so important to do. Yeah. And you feel better. You feel better when you, when you drink enough water. Mm-hmm. It's true. So, Dr. Gary, how can, um, you know, people, if they want to just find out more about, you know, what you do, um, how can they connect with you? Well, listeners can uh, reach me at dr.moniquegary.com. So there's a dot or a period after the doctor. So dr.moniquegary.com for tips on healthy living, for uh, breast awareness facts, for speaking engagements and consultations. Um, I am also now on Twitter. I, I affectionately call it the Twitter because I just joined and I tease my my students and my because I'm a little behind the times. But I am uh, Dr. Monique Gary on Twitter. Uh, and for more information regarding breast health, cancer screenings, uh, genetic counseling, and uh, risk assessment appointments, um, you can find information on me at my hospital or my institution's website, www.gvh.org. Um, I, I put together, you know, you'd ask me for some, some tips for patients. I put together five things that I think Ooh. that listeners can, can do. Uh, you know, five is a, a good number. And, and um, I, I get this from my sister. She's an author and a therapist and, and she's an entrepreneur. And, and I have to put a plug in because she has a relaxation book with an entire chapter devoted to the psychological impact of clutter. And it's <gasps> called When It's Time to Relax. And it's coming out next month. Um, and so she deals with the psychology of things. She's a therapist and a psychology professor. But from the medical perspective, there are five things that we can do to declutter and demystify our health issues. And so the first thing is this, whether on your smartphone or your computer uh, or even old-fashioned hard copy, keep a file of your health maintenance and your personal reports. Every patient I see, I give them a copy of their mammogram reports. I give them a copy of their biopsies of their pathology. You should keep your own records and keep them in a safe place. Number two, patients should, you know, everybody should ask their family about their health history. Um, And this is tough, especially in our community, but we are as sick as the secrets we keep. And we can't know our own risk for disease unless we know what runs in our family because the guidelines for breast cancer and many other diseases talk about women at average risk. Well, who's at average risk? How do you know? If you don't know your family mm-hmm. history, that lack of knowledge is, is a detriment to us. So know your family history and don't be afraid to ask and bring up those sometimes uncomfortable questions in family settings. Um, number three, schedule annual follow-up appointments at the preceding one. If you're getting your annual um, visit with your primary care doctor, Schedule the one for next year. You can always change the date later, but you'll be less likely to miss what's already scheduled. Um, My fourth recommendation is to keep a separate calendar of your appointments and your health maintenance with built-in reminders. So for those of us who have smartphones and tablets, you know, we can um, have a separate calendar 
or we could integrate it into our existing formats, but change the color so that all your health-related dates are in a single color. So for me, I use pink, um, and it, you know, I cover my breast exam monthly. Every month on the same date, I do the breast exam, my annual physical with my PCP, my eye appointment, my dentist appointment, your colonoscopy or your GYN exam, you know, which are every three to five to 10 years, depending upon uh, where you are in the spectrum, especially for colon health. But have a separate calendar and build in a reminder for your health maintenance. And then the last thing is don't get overwhelmed because if you get overwhelmed, you're not going to stick to it. So make each month a theme, have some accountability partners, be loving with yourself. Don't set goals that you can't reach. If your goal is to lose weight, you don't have to lose 15 pounds in one month. You know, you don't have to lose weight to fit into something. Make it a lifestyle change and just take it gradually because so many of us who are listening have this idea of this person that we're supposed to be. And we keep thinking, this is the me I'm supposed to be. And we're, we're running this race to be this person. And we can be that person, but it's incremental. It's one step at a time, one month at a time, one change at a time if we just stick with it and do the work. And so those are my, uh, my five tips for your listeners. Those are some wonderful tips, Dr. Gary. And I was writing the entire time you were talking, so <laughs> I just want to let you know. Those oh, are thank some you so fabulous much. tips. They were some fabulous tips on how to just declutter. And, I mean, I like the idea of the the putting our appointments in our calendar and then color code, because I like color coding it. And, you know, you mm-hmm. said yours was, pink, yours was pink, so I like it. Those are some fabulous tips. Those were some wonderful, wonderful tips. Well, Dr. Gary, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for those tips. And listeners, as you know, there's a link to Dr. Gary's site on our show page, but also, um, you know, you can listen to this show over again. So you can also, you know, get all of her insight and especially those five tips, which were wonderful. And I would love to know what everybody's theme is going to be. So you can tweet me, you can Instagram me, you know, I'm on all social media. I would love to know what your theme is because ours is going to be water. Well, thank Fantastic. you again, Dr. Gary. Thank you so much for having me. I will make those tips available on my website as well. And uh, I look forward to hearing some feedback from your listeners as well. Please feel free to reach out and uh, and let me know your, your thoughts and your questions about your breast health, and I'll be more than happy to connect with your listeners. Oh, yeah. And when you do make those um, tips available on your website, Dr. Gary, would you send me a, a link so then I can put it on I, all of my little social media? Absolutely will. I absolutely will. All right. Well, you continue to have a great week. Janet, thank you so much for having me on. It's been a pleasure. It has been a pleasure. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Hello, this is Lori Kennedy from Shred Patrol, and you are listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized with Janet Taylor. And that is the wonderful Lori Kennedy from Shred Patrol. And if you are in a season where you have got to get rid of, whether it's in your home or your office, you need a lot of paperwork shred, you need to contact Shred Patrol. That was a wonderful and very informative interview with Dr. Gary. And I just love those tips that she gave at the end um, in regards to just how we can really declutter but also organize our just medical information, and but also our lives. Those are some fabulous tips. And, of course, as soon as she makes those available, I will make them available to you 
just make sure you follow me via one of my social media, whether it's Facebook, whether it's Twitter, whether it's Google. Um, and even on LinkedIn, I will make it available as well. Well, our sponsor, Audible, is offering all of our listeners a free audiobook and a free 30-day trial membership. All you have to do is go to audibletrial.com forward slash get organized and you can choose from over 100 and download a title free and start listening. It's that easy. You go to audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. That's audibletrial.com forward slash get organized and get started today. And my audio book selection for this week is Get Organized Today, Five Simple Steps to Help You Get Organized Today and Improve Your Productivity Tomorrow. And who doesn't want to get organized and improve their productivity? You might have unfinished projects around the house. You you know, you have the best intention to get things done, um, but you keep procrastinating. You know, you want to entertain, but just all the clutter is just blocking all that. Well, that's why Get Organized Today, five simple steps to help you get organized today and improve your productivity tomorrow. And it's by Kay. And those of you who follow me via social media know that at the end of the week, on free Friday, I will put a direct link so you can sign up and get your free 30-day trial membership. And, of course, you can also always order the book as well. So I wanted to kind of follow up with just some Taylor Tip Time tips. Um, So the first thing is, and I'm just kind of really piggybacking off of what is is amazing off of what Dr. Gary said. Number one, decide on the system for the information, whether it's in your paper or it's going to be on your computer. Because a lot of times they they will email you test results, and you can create a folder, but also sometimes you have the physical. So you need to have a copy of your medical information. And then, of course, you want to make sure, as she said, you put reminders in calendar. You know, your monthly, you know, your monthly breast exam could be on your, the date of your birth, like mine is the 19th, um, but also those other exams as well, those yearly exams that you need to take for your eyes and, and your dental, et cetera all of that information, and we've got wonderful reminders. I mean, I just put a reminder in my phone to make sure that I take meat out the freezer on Wednesday because I need to do some prepping a little earlier than the weekend, so I need to make sure I do all my prep um, before the weekend because I'm going on a retreat. Um, Also, be more proactive and communicate better with your healthcare provider by having a journal, bringing your questions, sitting down, having a discussion about your healthcare. And, of course, always do your part. And your part is, you know, you can exercise, you can eat right, but as Dr. Gary said, let's have a theme So I am curious, what is your theme? What is your theme? What are you going to do? Are you going to maybe eat one piece of food every day? Are you going to uh, maybe walk a little bit further every day? 
um, drink more water, what is going to be your theme for the month? So those are my tailored tips. So now I just, of course, want to again thank all of you who follow me via social media. Follow me, you know, on Saturday mornings. You watch my periscopes. You watch my videos. You watch them on um YouTube, I thank you so much. I thank you all for continuing to listen, as well as my blog talk radio community. Um, and just so all of you will know, I am working on some giveaways. Um, I'm really um, aggressively going after people because I want to be able to give you guys stuff. I'm working on some giveaways. So stay tuned for that. Today is Monday. So we all know what tomorrow is. It is Toss It Tuesday. And so it's time, once again, to toss expired coupons, the flyers, the things, events that have passed, information you don't need, and all that stuff you have um, posted on your bulletin board. So it's time to go to that bulletin board and take all of that stuff, remove it now, that has expired. So that's your Talk to Tuesday tip for this week. And, of course, November 2nd is fast approaching, and that is my Jumpstart 2017 Organizer. Now, if you are at a place where you come home and you're just frustrated because you see so much that has to be done, there's piles of mail that has just gotten out of control. You know, there's coats that need to go in the closet. There's there's just so much clutter in your home, in the kitchen, in the bedrooms, in the basement, and you just really don't know where to start and you want to be organized, you want to be more productive, you want to be a better example for your children, then it's time for you to sign up for the webinar. It's Jumpstart 2017 Organized. It's a free webinar. It's November 2nd at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and I am going to be just sharing with you so many things. I'm going to be sharing with you how to plan not only your projects, it might be just to organize a closet, but also how to plan out your day, your week, your month, your year, how to conquer time wasters, specifically procrastination. Of course, I like to just generally go over why we clutter because so you can better understand why you clutter. You know, it could be maybe because you saw your parents do it. It could be because something happened to you traumatically, which I'm not going to get into the depths of that, but maybe something happened to you where you don't want to let go of things. Some questions you need to ask yourself as you work through all of that stuff. What do you need to ask yourself? And, of course, how to maintain order and how to, how to organize and how to maintain order. So, again, that is November 2nd, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and it is a webinar, and I am excited to help you jumpstart 2017 organized. So I look forward to you registering. You just go to my website at www.JanetMTaylor.com. And you just see the flyer that says Jumpstart 2017, and you click it and you register, and it's that easy. So I look forward to seeing you. Again, it's www.JanetMTaylor.com.
So moving on, my act suggestion for the week. It's rescue time. That's what it is, rescue time. It helps you understand your daily habits so you can focus and be more productive. Um, so that's what it does. Um, yes, rescue time. Helps you understand, excuse me, your daily habits so you can be more focused and productive. Ooh. My next um, product suggestion is Instant Office Financial Organizer. And it's a personal and business expense. Keeps them in order. And you can get that from CJ Work. And then my repurposed suggestion for the week is a whisk. You can use as candle holders. To spoons as hooks. To graters attached to the wall and place pencils. And muffin tins as drawer organizers. So just how to use the things in the kitchen, and repurpose them to organize. So you can find my app suggestion, my product suggestion, and my repurpose suggestion on my Pinterest page for my apps to help you keep stay organized board, product suggestion um, board, as well as my repurpose board. So my Pinterest name is JanetMTaylor.com. My next... Oh. My motivational quote for this week is believe in yourself and that you are, know that there is something inside you that is greater than any obstacle. And that's Christian D. Larson. Again, believe in yourself and that you are you. Know that there is something inside you that is greater than any obstacle. And I just wanted to share that because I know it's getting near the end of October, hard to believe, with only two months left in the new year. And I know a lot of you at the beginning of the year wanted to get organized and said this is the year it's going to happen. And it can still happen. But you have to just do things in little increments, maybe not a big chunk. So maybe by the end of this year, you can have an organized closet where your shoes, you can find your shoes. Um, have an organized bedroom so that you feel like it's a sanctuary and a place where you can relax. Have an organized kitchen so you no longer go out and buy what you already own. Have an organized living room so that if the doorbell rings, you're not embarrassed because somebody may see that space. So I encourage you to just stick with it. Keep moving towards whatever that goal is of organizing an area of your home. could be your office so you can be more productive, bring in more money, or your life so you can feel like you're in control of your life and your time, you're managing it well, and you're not overwhelming, you're not stressed. So, again, believe in yourself. Believe in yourself and believe you can do it. Well, next week we have Justine Ruotola, and she is a.k.a. Miss ADD. And because not only is October Breast Cancer Awareness Month, October is ADD Month Awareness. So she's going to share how to embrace your gifts associated with ADD. Because she had ADD, and so did her son, and how 
you can use that to embrace whatever the gifts are that you have inside you. So that's coming up at the end of this month. And then next month, we'll be leading up into the holiday season. We're going to spend, we're going to talk about how to have, you know, the work environment. Because the work environment is not only multicultural, but there's so many different ages now. And how to be a more productive environment and work together and be more organized as a team when you've got a different range of ages. And then, of course, we're going to come back and we're going to talk about, you know, just how we can be more healthier. Just because it's a holiday does not mean we cannot, we don't have to eat healthy. And then, of course, my wonderful and dear guest, Beth and Macy, we're going to talk about simple, simple living. And how does that look and how does that feel? So those are the shows that are coming up um, in the coming um, month. And then, of course, we've got to, um, then we've got Christmas, and then we got New Year's. So I'm looking forward to, as always, um, bringing you some ways to organize your home, your office, your life. But, of course, you can always, if there's a topic that you want me to bring, make sure you go to JanetUntaylor.com. You go to the contact page, and then you can just shoot me a little note saying, Janet, have you ever thought about doing a show on this? Because if you're interested in it, that means somebody else is interested in it as well. So, um, again, I want you all to make sure that you go to my website, JanetMTaylor.com. You register for the free webinar. If you are frustrated because you can't find what you're looking for, you're constantly late because you're not managing your time, you continue to promise yourself you want to organize your home, your office, and your life. And because you wait until the last minute and put things off, like doing laundry, going to the clean, picking up your clothes from a cleaner, you don't have anything to wear. So make sure you go to www.janetuntaylor.com and register for Jumpstart 2017 Organize. If you are fed up with the clutter and chaos in your life and the stress that comes with it. So with that, be sure to join me next week as we talk with Miss ADD as she shares how to embrace your gifts associated with ADD. I want to thank you for listening and be sure to share this podcast with your family, your friends, as well as on your social media networks. Make sure you visit my website at JanetAntaylor.com. And until next time, I want you to have a clutter-free day. But most of all, make sure you have an organized week. Organization is the quintessential element to a clutter-free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to solve your organizing dilemma. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are tuned in to Got Clutter? Get organized.